You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Maybe I'm crazy, but the NFL needs to be a lot more like the NBA. You want them to open the season on Tuesdays? <laughs> Maybe I'm Casey, maybe I'm Casey, maybe I'm not, maybe I'm not, maybe I'm wavy, maybe I'm wavy, maybe I'm not, maybe I'm not, maybe you right, maybe you right, maybe you not, maybe I'm crazy, maybe I'm crazy, maybe I'm not. Welcome to the Maybe I'm Crazy podcast. I'm Joy Taylor, that's Brandon Newman. Hello. Newman. You're doing better at that. You're doing better at the greeting. Thank you. Coming up with a new word every week. Thank like you. Sound, like noises, like sounds. Sorry about words. That. It's perfect. Uh, we'll have in and out today, loser power rankings, mm-hmm. uh, the Patriots, the Jets, some other things going on there. Petty report from my ultimate favorite everything, Michael Jordan. Yes. He's being a little petty, so i got to come out because I keep it real around here. Um, but we're going to start with what I just mentioned. Actually, before we get started, I want to mm-hmm. thank my cousin for our new intro music. Yes. My cousin, Eddie, also known as 360, who was kind enough to make us uh, make us our intro song. You know, Undisputed has an, has an intro, intro song. Skip and Shannon Undisputed. Yeah. That's, that's Shannon Sharp on my shirt, by the way. <laughs> Tell me this is, a, this is a solid shirt, though, right? It, it is. It, this whole thing's gotten bigger than I ever thought it could possibly be. You sent me a video yesterday that was my favorite thing on the internet in a long time. I've, yeah. It, so Remix God Suede is the one that made the song. Yes. And uh, he posted a video. You should go to his Instagram and check it out. It's I'm not even going to describe it for you. It's It involves dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> it's really good. Yes. Um, but anyway, uh, this this hit me on Sunday when I was watching Aaron Rodgers' uh, collarbone snap in half mm-hmm. that the NFL has a star problem and an image problem, and it should take some hints from the NBA. Now, obviously, the NBA – or the NFL, I'm sorry, is a, it's a collision sport. So you're going to have major injuries. There's injuries every single year. Always. We know that, and you can't control that. Mm-hmm. But – when you don't allow the players to have a voice or personality or opinions and you suppress all that and try to promote the bigger brands and the teams when someone like Aaron Rodgers goes out and the rest of your team is, well, also mostly injured and not very good, right? you have a problem. And let's be honest, there's, there's really no reason to watch the Packers anymore if you are not a Packers fan. There's no other stars. Clay Matthews, like, okay, we all, we all love Clay Matthews, but Clay Matthews isn't a transcendent star. Right. But some people just love watching the game, Joy. No, I'm going to watch the NFL. And yeah. if, there's a ter- if there's nothing else on and it's a mediocre NFL game, I'm mm-hmm. still going to watch it. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is bigger picture, branding, look at the NBA and how they've handled their stars and branding and social issues and compare it to the NFL. Right. So... Like the Packers. Packers season's over. R.I.P. Packers, I declare it. All right. I don't think it's a very hot take. I don't think it's a very <sighs> hot take. I, I, I can't get behind you on this one, but our for this podcast's sake, are we putting them in are we taking the Giants out? They won. No, there can be multiple there can be multiple R.I.P.s. Multiple people in the graveyard. Yeah, Giants are Giants in the graveyard. R.I.P. Okay. Giants. Okay. All right. Okay. They came back for a zombie week. It was real cute. But the, the, they're they're still among the dead. Okay. And uh and and, and so are the Packers. It's, it's I mean, it's unfortunate. I love Aaron Rodgers. It legit, I legitimately watched that happen, and 
was heartbroken. Like, all right, the Packers season's over. That's no longer they're, they're no longer an interesting team. Yeah, Brent Hundley's like real cute, all right, but let's let's relax. You can be really optimistic about so, it if you want to, but he threw three interceptions. So okay, so the Packers winning games now without Aaron Rodgers isn't interesting. Yeah, it will be interesting. You feel you have? I mean, they're, they they win a few games. They're not going to make the playoffs, and they're certainly not a Super Bowl contender anymore. Well, this is how stars like Dak Prescott and. Huntley, yeah, well, rolls just, off the tongue, right? I, okay, I can't right find a lot of them. Right out there, all right. I can't so find a lot of look them. Look at it but this, this way: happens. the Saints scored three defensive touchdowns last week. That's who they played this week. He th- he threw three interceptions when he came in for Aaron Rodgers. Oh, it's all IP Packers, all right? We don't need to keep discussing that. The bigger point is this whole season for the NFL has been strange, mm-hmm. right? There's been this feeling like you're missing a lot of stars. And people keep going down. You have all the anthem protests. You come into the season with the Zeke fog hanging over the whole the whole league. Yep. And then you have Trump getting involved and politicizing all the protests. We still don't know what's happening with Zeke, actually. We won't find out until later this afternoon what's going to happen with Zeke if he's going to be fully suspended for the next six games. You got Odell Beckham Jr. out. As I mentioned, Aaron Rodgers, J.J. Watt, Julian Edelman, David Johnson, Ryan Tannehill at the beginning of the year. We still don't have Andrew hmm. Luck back. We lost Eric Berry at the beginning of the season. These are all these stars just going down one by one. And we know, there's always injuries. But if the NFL encouraged more than just the f- quarterbacks, first of all, to be stars, and let us meet the players and encourage their personalities to come out more, it would create storylines. And not just storylines off the field. Like, obviously, the anthem is a, is a transcendent storyline. It's been going on for 14 months now. Yeah. And it's because it's discussable outside of sports. So everyone has an opinion about it. All the news channels are talking about it. All of Twitter. All, yeah. any, anyone that you know knows what's going on with the NFL and the anthem protest. Mm-hmm. And part of that is the NFL's fault. If Roger Goodell was on top of it, for example, like the NBA is, this wouldn't still be an ongoing story. And that's not to say that, it, that it's not had impact on the owners or impact on fans who who didn't know about these social issues before, didn't care, because obviously it's important and I fully support it. But if Roger Goodell, instead of fighting it and the owners, instead of fighting it, actually sat down like, why does 70% of our league feel this way? How can we get involved? I don't know. 14 months ago, as opposed to now, it's it wouldn't still be the major storyline surrounding the league. So the NBA has already gotten ahead of it. Now, they had a rule that you had to stand for the anthem anyway. Yes. But they never had to enforce it because it was never a thing. And now it is. But also, the NBA never has a problem letting players or coaches, for that matter, speak out about social issues. You saw what Popovich just said. He just torched Trump. Not that he hasn't done that before, but he just doubled down on it. Steve Kerr. Steve Kerr. Mm -hmm. LeBron James. Steph Curry. Like They don't have a problem with it. They let them be individuals. Now... The NBA is different, obviously, because you see these guys' faces. So we can recognize them. There's only five players on the court at a time for each team. So I understand it's a different dynamic. But if the NFL recognized that they could further the branding for each team by letting players be individuals, it would make it not such a catastrophe when you have these major injuries like Aaron Rodgers going down. I understand, but there's there's more issues that get brought up if you let – one person on an uh, on a eleven team, eleven people on the ball side of the ball. Football is a team sport. You can't have one person be the front runner and the the individual, and they become bigger than the brand. You having problems like you had with Antonio Brown and Odell Beckham. 
literally the Giants only won when Odell Beckham was out of the locker room. Like trying to focus all the energy and all the attention on one specific player on a, on a NFL on a football team is problematic. I agree. That's why you should have it be more than one player on the team. Everything you just said is exactly my point. You need to have more than one player be a star. NBA is a, a team sport too. Last time I checked, right? LeBron James LeBron James is bigger than the Cleveland Cavaliers LeBron James is bigger than Miami LeBron James is bigger than the league LeBron James is the league okay he runs the league it's all real cute we all pretend like there's like rules and stuff LeBron James decides what happens in the NBA Mm -hmm. All right, and and he is he's not comparable LeBron James is on a whole nother level when it comes to stardom so that's that's not even comparable but your point is exactly what I'm saying. There should be more than one star on a team. You should encourage us to know what these guys' personalities are like and what what they're into and, and encourage that. That way when somebody does go down or something happens, we know who to cheer for. Here's the thing. Everything about the sports, whether we admit it or not, it's entertainment, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Because of course there's competition, but it's also entertainment. It's a TV show. And what's a part of entertainment? Mm-hmm. Storylines. And developing that. Who's the villain? Who's the good guy? Who's the comeback kid? Right. You know, who's who's the who's the front runner? Who's the sellout? You have all of those storylines in the NBA just every single year. This offseason was one of the craziest offseasons in NBA history, and this season is going to be crazy interesting. We just yeah. had Magic Johnson on Undisputed earlier, and, and that's exactly what he said. You, you have so many different storylines in the West. Now you have Kyrie Irving going to the Celtics, making that interesting. The Heat are getting better. You have, you have all these different young teams getting better. Now we, we may still feel like it'll be the Cavs and the Warriors in the finals, but as we know, injuries and things happen. Stuff happens. Trades are made. You don't know what's going to happen. So this season is going to be interesting in the NBA just because we are – not only do we know what each team's – background story is mm-hmm. but we know the players on each team and what what are they petty about who do they play with before what what, what kind of personality do they have we know that westbrook is, is is petty and is also super aggressive we know kevin durant's kind of sensitive and he's also balled out in the finals so what does mm-hmm. he have to prove this year you have all these different things that you know about these players that i, I just don't feel like you have that in the nfl <laughs> on top of all of the controversy that you constantly have right like Adam Silver is, I think, considered the best commissioner in all of the major sports leagues. And it's because not only does he have, make it a point to have a good relationship with his players, but to me, he gets on top of controversy. Like how he handled the Donald Sterling thing. Can you imagine if that happened in the NFL? It would be a disaster. There is no reason to believe that that would be handled properly. Zero, zero evidence to say that that would be handled properly if that happened in the NFL. That that is fair, but also that's like the one thing Silver has done. I feel like it's it, other than what putting logos on on NBA jerseys like I, I don't. He's, I, there's he's, not he's, a, there's he's, not a, he's adjusted all kinds of things when it comes to the schedule, having back to backs. He's adjusted the uh, the All Star break. He works with players. He has a he has a working relationship with players when it comes to to social issues. He he backs up. The whole NBA, he's he's on top of it. That is like not the only run thing the that he's asylum. done. I feel like the players run asylum a little bit in NBA, and it's fine because these players are businessmen and very smart, like LeBron James. But I feel like these these, Who's these to commissioners. Who's the NFL are, players aren't going to be like that? I'm, here's my point. Okay. I feel like the NFL, the owners have have had this this grip right and this hold over players right, mm-hmm. mostly because the CBA. Because injuries are a big factor. They don't have guaranteed contracts. So it's 
it's not the same elements that you have in the NBA. And the nature of the game prevents that from happening to some degree also. But it's it's become about what the owners want and mm-hmm. what Roger Goodell wants. And he, here's here's the big reveal, everybody. Fans don't care about who owns the team ever unless they're constantly losing and you refuse to fire a head coach. Okay. Yes, that is that is true. Then they care because they're like, what are you doing? Okay. That's it. Nobody comes to the game to see Jerry Jones in his suite. Not one person is in in Jerry's house to see Jerry Jones. Not no one. Jerry Jones is on camera more than any other owner, though, and he's kind of an outlier when it comes to the NFL. Okay. And I'm using Jerry Jones because Jerry Jones is the outlier, Mm -hmm. and still no one cares. Nobody is there to see Jerry yeah. Jones. Like, oh my God, I okay. must go to the Cowboys game today. I have to see what Jerry Jones is wearing. Okay, but no. what what is what does the NFL do to improve this? Like, what do, how do, how does okay, the NFL well, get better? Okay, well, for one, start getting on top of the controversies that are inevitably going to be there. There, there's controversies in the NBA too. They just don't blow up and linger over the entire season. Like, how about handle the Zeke thing before halfway through the second season he's in the league? Maybe we figure it out. Is is there a more efficient way to handle that? Maybe have a conversation with Colin Kaepernick before this becomes a thing that 50 years from now we're going to look back on and remember and talk to our grandchildren about. Which, by the way, I'm happy about, but if they're complaining about it, it's on them. They're the ones that that allowed this to spiral out of control by not supporting what he was talking about, by telling him to just stand up and not actually having a conversation with him. And there's things changing now, like they're backing legislation and, and things are starting to change now. But he's also still suing the league. For collusion. Uh-huh. That's a big deal. Whether he's <sighs> going to win that case or not, the fact that a player who has every right to be in this league right now and is better than half of the starting quarterbacks in this league right now has to sue for collusion. Okay, better than half. I, better than the bottom 5%. I'll give you that. Give him a chance. Give him a chance to prove he's good, or give him a chance to prove he's bad. I am not here to say that Colin Kaepernick is better than half of the starting quarterbacks in the NFL. Uh, we can we, we can we can actually data check that. Not gut data. Like we can no, actually data I'm, check I, that. Okay. All right. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a different conversation. Okay. Fine. But the point is, he should be playing in the NFL without a doubt. Mm-hmm. And and the fact that he's not is based solely and completely off of his anthem protests. And and to me, that falls on the owners, and it falls on Roger Goodell because Roger Goodell can only manage up. He is great at, at managing the owners. He is not great at managing the players. And to me, that's a, that's a lack of self-awareness on his part because he took over that jurisdiction. He wanted to be in charge of everything and have the final say in everything. Well, if you have the final say in everything, when things go wrong, that's on you just as much as when things go right, that's on you. Like if the, if the league is making billions of dollars, that's on you. But if also the league has an image problem, that's on you. You are in control of everything. Yeah, but the average time of NBA players in the league is way longer than NFL players. There, look, I understand there are two different sports and there there's a lot more players in the NFL right. and there, there are more catastrophic injuries in mm-hmm. the NFL. I understand they're two different things, right? But what I'm saying is allow the players to have a personality that creates more stardom, that mm-hmm. creates more interest. It creates more things that people can talk about, water cooler talk that doesn't involve, is Zeke going to be suspended six games for maybe or maybe not beating up a, a woman, which we are still not clear on because they handled the PR the PR on that Terrible. impossibly bad. Mm-hmm. So maybe change the narrative a little bit and, and, and let us know who to root for, not because of something like that, but because 
oh yeah, this guy, uh, you know, he he has this beef with with uh, with this guy on the other team, and it's and it's genuine, and it's not it's it's something that's discussable, and it's not negative. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm talking about. We need to be able to have those kind of storylines. When the Patriots were the evil empire, that was an amazing storyline, and it was it was partly because some people felt like they cheated, right. but it was also because they did a lot of winning. Mm-hmm. And then what did Roger Goodell do? He had let Deflategate go on forever to the point where people who hated Tom Brady and couldn't stand the Patriots were like, bro, I just uh, like I want the Patriots to win now because right. I just can't. If I hear one more word about a deflated football, I'm going to lose my mind. Yeah, it becomes players versus Goodell and players win out every time. Do you know how players. hard it is to get people to like the Patriots who don't like the Patriots? <laughs> Do you know how badly you have to handle something to get people to like the Patriots? Yeah. You have to really mess that up. All I'm saying is the NBA season starts today. I'm excited about it. I'm I'm obviously always going to watch the NFL. It's my favorite sport, and it's not going anywhere, and it's going to be fine. I would just like to see them get on top of the PR scandals just a little bit more efficiently and allow the players to have more personality. It, you, it, you can't be that greedy that you think it's all about about the, the, the owners and the shield. That's not what fans are there for. They're there for the players. And it's and it's changed now. Like back in the day when it was just like the Steelers and Bears and Packers and Cowboys on TV, fine. You didn't need to worry about that. But now you can watch the NFL from anywhere. So people become fans of different different places. They're not, they're not just in their one city watching right. a team. Mm-hmm. So you need to have this the same mentality that the NBA does when it comes to promoting players on your team and branding, especially because of all the injuries. And this year, like the injuries have just been so out of control. Like Aaron Rodgers is out for the season. That's insane. It's terrible. We've got Jay Cutler and Alex Smith. Jay Cutler could still get injured. It's upside. Actually, uh, the, well, then we'd have Matt Moore. So yeah, there you go. They, they were calling for him a few weeks ago. Anyway. <laughs> Maybe I'm Crazy is a new show. This is just our sixth week. The Mm -hmm. other new show at Fox Sports is First Things First. Check out our friends Nick Wright, Chris Carter, and Jenna Wolf every weekday morning at 6.30 Eastern on FS1. And if that's too early for you, they have a podcast also. It is fairly early on the the West Coast. But people are up. Check that out on all major podcast platforms every morning and again at 6.30 Eastern on FS1. Time for In or Out. In In or Out. out. All in or Out. What am I in or out on? Well, I read that weird today. So, starting off with Adrian Peterson, who's mm-hmm. still trying to prove he's one of the best running backs in the NFL. Right. In his Cardinals debut, Peterson rushed for 134 yards, two touchdowns, which is more yards and touchdowns than his entire four games with the Saints combined. Right. Larry Fitzgerald even said if AP had joined the Cardinals sooner, I'd have a Super Bowl ring by now. Mm-hmm. AP's 32, Larry Fitzgerald's 34, and Carson Palmer's 37. <laughs> Joy, are you in or out on these AARP amigos making it to the playoffs? <laughs> that is a good name for them. <laughs> uh, I'm in on AP. I'm sad the Saints didn't use him better in, in New Orleans. Yes. Uh, I love Fairy, Larry Fitzgerald. Fitz is the best. Mm-hmm. Definitely Hall of Famer. I'm very much out on Carson Palmer. Whoa, so I think two out of three kind of things I have to be in, uh, but uh, the playoffs. Eh. Why are you out on Carson Palmer? I mean, man, eh. he's just he's just eh. he's always been he's, there. Yeah, he's just eh. yeah. Um, USC I'm glad though, and I picked up Adrian Peterson in my fantasy team. No one cares about that, but no, I do. I'm gonna pat myself on the back for you that should. one. He got me some points. You think he's gonna keep this up? 
I hope so. He's a feature back. He needs, a, he needs a lot of carries and that they weren't using him like that in New right. Orleans, which should have been evident from the beginning because they already had Mark Ingram. Right. So it, it just doesn't, it never made any sense there anyway. I'm glad he's in a place where he can actually be used. And you, you never want to see someone like Adrian Peterson finish their career off in a place where they're like just sitting on the bench. That's right. the worst. So uh, I'm in, I guess. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think he's going to keep wait, this wait, up. Wait, wait, wait. I can't be in on them making the playoffs. Can, no. I, can I just be in on Adrian Peterson and Larry Fitzgerald not being in on them making the playoffs? Yes. Those are the new rules. I, I declare it. This is their one time. You get one in each in or out right. to be in and in, 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 in out on something. Okay? <laughs> All right. Fine. Choose carefully. <laughs> All right. Moving on. Speaking of Carson Palmer. Ugh. Carson Palmer. Geno Smith. Mm. Mark Bolger. Famous Ooh. name. Jameis Winston. What do these NFL quarterbacks all have in common? Mm, they, they have all been victims of the Ryan Fitzpatrick curse. Whoa. Since 2005, Ooh. eight quarterbacks in front of Ryan Fitzpatrick on the depth chart have lost playing time due to injury. The Bucks' Jameis Winston is the latest victim of the Ryan Fitzpatrick curse. Right. Going down with a shoulder injury on Sunday, Ryan Fitzpatrick, the Harvard bearded treasurer, has done it again, which has me wondering, Joy. Are you in or out on curses? Fitzpatrick has an amazing beard. Yes, just the a strongest solid, beard. strong beard. Yes, he's got like those man juices. If you have a if you have a beard like that, man yeah. juice. Can yeah. you grow your beard fully out, or is it patchy still? So? No, no. Movember is coming, and I'm growing it out all the way out. So we'll see. And I'm doing no scale. You're gonna November. do like the you're gonna do the, the Memphis bleak. You're gonna have like the eggs. I highly doubt if it gets patchy. If it does, we'll have the makeup team fill it out. Yeah. <laughs> just like put, put some of those fibers yeah, in there. Just, yeah. Just spray paint a little bit. Uh, I'm very in on, on curses uh, overall. And uh, I'm good, in on good. sports curses as well. Good. We talked about Kardashian curse. Kardashian curse is a, is a real thing. Mm-hmm. We'll Madden curse. Yeah. Um, in the Sports Illustrated cover this year for the like 2017 preview Everyone on on it has been injured. It's J.J. Watt, David Johnson, and Aaron yes. Rodgers. Tom Brady's next, bro. We gotta we gotta say some prayers. We gotta AJ sage number. like ghosts. Every time you see a Sports Illustrated, just like sage it and keep it moving. I'm telling, yeah, it, and we'll 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 see the Kardashian curse get played out tonight. Yes, yes, we which will. is very exciting. We will. So uh, yeah, I'm in on curses. That's that's interesting. I never I never noticed that. So good research by anybody who ever put this together. This this curse seeker. It's a real thing. It's unfortunate. Ryan Fitzpatrick, beware. They, if you're a team that signs Ryan Fitzpatrick, be ready for him to start, apparently. <laughs> Sad. It's terrible. Um, okay, so, so we're talking about the NBA. Mm-hmm. It's back tonight. Improv who? Can we make the hoops? Shoot. Shoot. I like Okay. Right. NBA's back tonight. Everybody's so waiting excited. to see uh, what happens with Kyrie Irving and the Boston Celtics as Pause. they had the Cleveland. Prediction for tonight. Yes. Celtics or Cavs? Celtics. Me too. All right, go ahead. Gordon Hayward, oh. leading scorer. New Larry Bird. Yes. <laughs> just right back. When you just see a nice white skin in that in that Boston Celtics it's like Larry jersey. Bird. It's like obviously Larry Bird. Ooh. Larry Bird. All right, continue. Everything's right with the world. Okay, so um, after <laughs> appearing in every season opener for the last 14 years, LeBron's playing status for tonight's game is iffy. Mm-hmm. To everyone but J.R. Smith, right. obviously. Uh, Ty Lue, Kyrie, LeBron have all downplayed the game drama. Uh, for months now, mm-hmm. LeBron could be missing an epic game due to a sprained left ankle, but I highly doubt it if that's the case. Yeah, no. He'll, he'll, he'll probably play. Yeah, but play. anyways, Joy, are you in or out on seeing an injured LeBron James against Kyrie's Celtics tonight? Uh, I'm in on it because LeBron is obviously going to play. This is LeBron's move, right? He always he's He is the ultimate 
excuse machine mm-hmm. seed planter. He ha- he has to have all this fuel for the for the excuse machine at all times. That's his move. So, yes, LeBron obviously tweaked his ankle. We know that. What's dude's name that um, messed up LeBron's ankle? By the way, he's a, he's a rookie, right? Was it the was it K Felder before they got rid of him? No. Uh, but imagine if you're the you're the bro that messes up LeBron James' oh, ankle man. in the preseason. <laughs> you feel like you throw up like right away. What is his name? C.D. Osman. What? Had his foot under LeBron James, tweak LeBron's ankle. I feel like you just instantly throw up. Like yeah. LeBron, LeBron twists his ankle, and you're like, Bleh! career's <laughs> over. Your career is over. What are you doing? Well, you're also not getting any draft through. Do you know how hard it is to hurt LeBron James? He's indestructible. Does that you mean like this LeBron player, James kryptonite. This player should be good then. We should put him on the court. I don't know, man. To injure all NBA greats. <laughs> no, no, we should not do that. He should be out the league immediately. <laughs> um, anyway, he's de- LeBron's definitely going to play tonight, and I'm I'm way into this game. I, I'm really interested to see what Kyrie looks like with the Celtics. We're all going to overreact in such an extremely ferocious way what? to this game tonight. What do oh, you mean? no, no. I mean, it's going to be like predictions – Predictions everywhere for the for the NBA Finals based off of this game oh, tonight. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so I'm in, and, and LeBron is obviously going to play. Like, come on, give me a break. How? He's going to play. Is he going? Yes. Yeah, he's going to play. Spoil right. for you. He's going to play. Right. You're right. Okay, st- staying in the NBA. Sacramento Kings rookie De'Aaron Fox, uh, Lonzo Ball's nemesis, mm-hmm. uh, did an inv- interview with the Rolling Stones where he professed his love for with video Rolling games. Stone. Rolling, Rolling Stones. Stones. Yeah, it's, it's just Rolling. Rolling Stone. Rolling Stones is the band. He did not do an interview with them. He did an interview with Rolling Stone. The magazine. Those are different. Yeah. I thought they started the magazine Keep after the band <laughs> popularity. Stop. That's not true. I really thought that. Please continue the story. That's not what happened. Well, he did an interview with somebody. With Rolling Stone magazine. With Rolling Stone Mm -hmm. magazine. Uh, He professed his love for video games, Dragon Ball Z, and his hate for In-N-Out Burger. Obviously, here at Maybe I'm Crazy, we have strong feelings on this. Yes. Joy, are you in or out Mm -hmm. on In-N-Out? I okay, so this is complicated because you you changed the rules on me earlier with <laughs> yes, being halfway. Can't. You can't do it, uh, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna break the rules anyway. So, God, right, joy. Look, first of all, but he said specifically he's out on in or outs burgers. This is one of the two things they no, have. No, okay, this is important. In or outs burgers are the best. They're amazing. In or outs fries, mad whack. They're not. Whoa. Mad whack. Okay. Inedible, they're, actually. Uh, they're not, which, which keeps me from going in or out sometimes because I like a good fry with my burger. And if I can't have both, it's like... Uh. That doesn't stop you from going the in and out. Oh, it does. Yes, it does. I go to Fat Burger instead. Well, you just get them animal style. You get your fries animal style. Okay, but the, you can still taste the, the, the fry. It tastes like styrofoam. No, it doesn't. It tastes like regular... It smells like raw No, they use like potato. some... No, they use some weird oil to fry it in, and it's not... It's not yeah, it's, it's not Crisco, so it's, it's good for you. Okay, I don't want... I don't, I'm not eating fries for health. That's what they make vegetables for. I want a fry. That's what I'm eating the fry for. I'm eating All the fry the to vegetables. kill myself. I don't want to eat the... I'm going to eat a vegetable. Kale, potato... Kale's disgusting. Like Who all those kale? Kale chips are delicious. Delicious, huh? Yes. You want to? Okay, sure. I'm. I'm saying. Are they covered in like salt and sauce or something? I like cheese on mine. No. (laughs) No. It's like your broccoli, right? Yes. No. In or out burgers are amazing. In or out fries, mad whack. Also, this is going to be a very unpopular opinion. What? What you got now? I'm so out on video games. I'm fine if you play video games. I just uh, can't date a guy that plays video games. 
It's my one. Okay. Ju- it's my one judgmental thing. I can't do it. Well, can't do it. Good thing you like older men. That's true. <laughs> that they never know games it, that are, there are chess. No, there are no right, but chess chess is a thinker's game. So are video games. Are they? Joy, they're going to come at you on the YouTube session. I know they are. Hard. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, I love all games, of you. We can be friends. They're literally watching this and listening to this while they're playing video games. We can be games. friends. We can be friends. <laughs> I just can't. I can't do it. I can't be romantically involved with someone who plays video games. Crushing a lot of dreams I made that out mis- here. I made that mistake too many times. It's Guys, if you want Joy Taylor, throw out them Xboxes. Mm-mm. Bye-bye, Xboxes. <laughs> and don't try the, like, I watch my DVDs on them or whatever, neither. All right. <laughs> That's my excuse. <laughs> That's my excuse. I don't play video games, I but I want to play. Also. I want to play video games. I want to play them. I just don't have the, I don't have the time right now. Okay, I that's, that's exactly my point. You guys want to play video games? Like I'm here. Why do you want to play the video game? That, okay, that's fair. My biggest beef is people who tweet rise and grind at the beginning of the day and play video games at some point else in the day. Like, <laughs> there's no rise and grind if you're waiting if you're for an Xbox to load games. up at any point I, in time. No, I'm not day. against video games. I'm just I can't be romantically involved with someone that plays video games. That's fair. It's very okay. the line. You know, I don't have a lot of uh, boundaries, but that's one of them. Sorry, De'Aaron. Sorry. You're out. Uh, and you're wrong about the inner out burgers. De'Aaron is. Oh, De'Aaron. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And shouts out to Rolling Stones. No. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, the culture's favorite NBA wife, Aisha Curry, mm-hmm. really put her foot in her mouth when she revealed. Whoa. This is funny now. Hi-oh. When she revealed, in addition to Curry's love for chewing on his mouthpiece, her husband mm-hmm. is also infatuated with her feet. She goes on to say that when Curry texts her, send nudes, she, sen- she sends him nude photos of her bare feet. Mm-hmm. Joy, your feet have their own wiki feet page. <laughs> um, but the world needs to know, are you in or out on feet? I'm out. I'm out on feet. Don't be so don't be so conclusive with it. I'm very like, out on feet. What if... Listen, I'm going to know some weird stuff. Feet is just not it. All right? Okay. There's just like one body part that should not be not be shared and that and that's feet. What if someone takes care of their feet? They're starting to get I manicured. take care of my feet. I get... That's a pedicure. Manicures for your hands. Okay. Um, but I, no, I I get I get pedicures every two weeks when I get my nails done. Every okay. two weeks, I take very good care of my feet. Moisturize. What they right? have a really caramel chocolate skin tone. What, you, what was that? Just, just, just disrobing my sandal. Are, are, are you taking? No. Just oh, wanna... come on! Don't not. What? Ah! What? No. Oh my God, Brandon. What? What? That's good. That's former football player. I that was five years ago playing football. Oh my That's God. what I'm working Brandon, with. Brandon, your feet are crazy. Get your feet out of my face. Listen, they usually don't stink, but when they get up on the table, no, got to a little bit. First of all, you don't like. Don't feet? ever do that again. <laughs> Second, you don't no, like. I'm not in on feet. Sandals or none of that. Come on, bro. Feet are weird. It's a weird thing. You don't go around. There's a reason why people make fun of the foot fetish thing because it's weird. You sound like a hater. You sound I, like a hater. All right. I, listen, Rex Ryan I'm not loves just... feet. Uh, Quentin Tarantino loves feet. Um, who else, actually? Who is it? Quentin Tarantino had um, Selma Hayek's foot in his mouth. Uh, that, that's true. Ludacris loves feet. Luda, stand up. That's why he made stand up. Oh, okay. Just his love for feet. Yeah, you into feet? Uh, no, I don't mess with the feet like yeah, that. Exactly. I like, I like no, no, I'm not getting into that. <laughs> I'm not getting into that. <laughs> I respect a good. I respect a good, well pedicured, taken care of man foot. Like, like I mine. respect it. Like mine. No, you're not in that category. <laughs> I've seen worse. All right, but they're not in that category. All right. I, I respect a good man foot. Mm-hmm. I'm just not into feet. Respect. I'm not disagree. judging. I'm just not into feet, and I don't want to talk about my wiki feet page either. That's weird. 
That is weird. To, to everyone, I don't even get into it. Let's <laughs> just move on. Let's move on. And I won't back down. Joy, you're obviously Queen Petty around here. Who is up for the Petty Report this week? Oh, Michael Jordan. Mm. I love Michael Jordan. I'm a Michael Zealot. King Petty. He will, uh, he will always and forever be the greatest. I don't care what anyone says. And he did an interview with Cigar Aficionado, mm, which fancy. is so on brand. Mm. So very on brand for, for MJ. He also revealed he smokes six cigars a day. That's a lot. Which is hella a lot of cigars. How, what, what, you were wearing the shirt today. Mm-hmm. How many black and milds equates six cigars a day? I mean, 30. <laughs> so yeah, 30, 40 on Price is Right Have rules. You, do you like cigars? Do you smoke cigars? I mean, I only do it to celebrate things. I've only had like two in my life. <laughs> you know? I like a good cigar. Yeah. I, I, don't, I, I can smoke a cigar. You my, think we can finish six? I could not finish six cigars in a day, no. I would definitely throw up. Uh, I, I do like cigars. My brother is a big cigar guy. He does not mm. smoke six cigars a day. I would say probably tops two. Um, but it's insane. But anyway, that's not why he's petty. He's petty because he told them that he's concerned he told Cigar Aficionado mm-hmm. <laughs> that he yes. is concerned about the NBA's super team era, right. saying, quote, I think it's going to hurt the overall aspect of the league from a competitive standpoint. So you're going to have one or two teams that are going to be great. The other 28 teams are going to be garbage. Uh, maybe MJ forgot that he owned <laughs> one of those uh, teams. Owns one of those teams. Uh, <laughs> although, although in MJ's defense, he did not specify which one or two teams right. was great. So he could pitch it to his team and they're like, hey, uh, boss. Garbage, though? <laughs> He'd be like, well, I was talking about us. The yes. rest of them are garbage. You're so one of he, the super teams. He didn't even really specify. <laughs> um, it's a little unfair for MJ MJ to say this. It's like, it's like a little bit, just a tiny little bit petty. It's a lot petty. But it's a lot. I, it's a lot petty. But I'm only saying that because I love MJ and he can really do no wrong. So I think I'm on board with him. I, now I hate the super team era. You, no, Joy. <laughs> don't try because Michael Jordan. The reality is the NBA is always like this. It's, right. it, it, it's nothing new. And and a lot of people put this on the Warriors because they're so dominant. The Warriors drafted everybody except for Kevin Durant. Yeah. Haters. Get better at drafting people. Also, Michael Jordan was on a super team while he's but talking. It's, it's different now because you have players choosing to get together. And that's really what the old guys are talking about. Like they were dominant because the, the teams okay. put the players okay. together and now the players put the players together. Okay. So that's kind of what they're being curmudgeons about, which I get, but also that's just the, that's just the league. It's the way it goes. So they want to play together and win. That's, that's on them, but it, it's, uh, it, it's, it's petty. Okay. But, well, but he didn't specify. So maybe he is talking about Charlotte. Who knows? Definitely, definitely not talking about Charlotte. So, but speaking of being petty, this past weekend what? you roasted your brother. Oh, who is? Yeah, I what I see that. is one of the greatest human beings ever created. He's pretty good. That's an I literally wore the number ninety nine in college because he's one of my favorite players growing up. How are you just now telling me this? So, with all that being <laughs> said, how? Di- who do you think you are? <laughs> Roasting the Jason Taylor. All right. So, first of all, I can't believe he agreed to do this. This is very off, like off brand for the Taylors. Yes. We keep all of our our, our skeletons in the closet, <laughs> in the yes. basement, yes. under locks. We're not like out here flaunting all the the terrible things. So, <laughs> I mean, he's really hard to roast. Like he's always taken really good care of his image. He's mm-hmm. not somebody who like is out there like that so it, it was difficult but i managed i managed to still find a way to toast him pretty good disappointing 
What do you mean it's disappointing? I, I don't know. I just, I mean. It's I, an honor. I just, I thought more of you than to roast someone like Jason Taylor. <laughs> it was very difficult. And I was nervous and I was having an absolute anxiety attack. It's a lot of pressure to go up there in front of a group of people and be funny. Yeah, like making them laugh. I dare you not to laugh. It, 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 with an audience, it's something. Well, you, you've done like stand-up before. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. It, it, it's fun if people laugh. If they don't laugh, then it's a disaster. Well, we're funny One people of my like buddies texted me and he was like, uh, my, my old radio partner in Miami texted me, uh, shout out to Zaslo. He was like, oh, good luck tonight. I was like, thanks, I'm super nervous. He was like, well, look at it this way. You're in a room full of people that are there to laugh. I was like, yeah, tell that to every stand-up comic that's ever bombed before. <laughs> like, what is your point? You still have to be funny. That is fair. Uh, and he was like, yeah, that's a fair point. So, But uh, <laughs> but I was funny, and uh, it was not an experience I ever want to have again because it was terrifying. But I got him good. Can't wait to roast you. Uh, I'm down. Yeah, let's I can do take it. it. <laughs> if you're listening to this podcast, you probably know that I'm part of FS1's Undisputed with Skip and Shannon every weekday morning at 930 Eastern. I'm wearing Shannon's shirt. I'll be on a miles and yak. Um, but I also host the daily Undisputed podcast that gives you the best five segments of the day, cut down to a short, smart show with the best of me, Skip, and Shannon. So go subscribe to the Undisputed daily podcast on all major platforms. Do it. It's time for the loser power rankings. Loser power no, rankings. rankings. Loser, loser power, power rankings. rankings. These are the losers. The, the losers, losers of, of the week. week. All right. So this is where I rank the biggest losers of the week. Mm -hmm. uh, there's no really uh, any particular formula for this. It's just who I dub as the losers for the week. And I'm going to start with uh, Patriots fans who are always complaining that the league is out to get them. Except always. for this week. This week, not so much. They made a call to the mothership <laughs> and they're yes. like, eh, make sure that doesn't go through. That was a terrible, terrible call. That Mind Austin Safarian Jenkins touchdown. Fake fumble. Uh, touchback nonsense so it was completely taken out of the ref's hand and sent up to the mothership and they're like yeah make sure the patriots win this game we cannot have the jets be atop of the afcs they're supposed to be tanking right now i don't yes. know they make sure that the jets know that, that that where they are in the world right. and that the patriots are supposed to win this game so they ended up winning 24 17 but patriots fans losers this week because uh that was a terrible call and it saved the game for them um still gonna win the super bowl so everyone relax don't get crazy they're not going to win the Super Bowl. No, they're definitely still winning. But Super Bowl. with all the injuries, I'm sure the people in the mothership they said, "Listen, the Patriots have to win this game against the Jets," and that's what happened. Because otherwise, there's no reason that that wasn't a touchdown. I mean, it was a it was an unbelievable all time bad call. It was like yes. Des, Des Bryant no catch bad call. Worse, but yes. Uh, eh, slightly different circumstances. Yeah, like, yeah, that's fair. Like measuring, but um, yeah. So definitely not. That was a terrible call. Uh, second. If you've been listening to the Maybe I'm Crazy podcast, then you know how I feel about rookie quarterbacks starting. Mm -hmm. And I would like to put the Bears at number two, even though they won 27-24 this week. They are still the losers because I told your asses <laughs> to start Mitch Trubisky week one. You don't want to listen. It's stupid. Start the, start the rookie quarterback. Oh, Mike Lennon. Uh, he knows the system. Uh, who cares? You, you drafted this guy. Put him in. Let him learn how to play football. Yeah. I mean, there's. I mean, my buddy was on the team. He got cut, but he was on the team during training <laughs> camp. And he's like, "Listen, Mr. Trubisky's going to start sometime this season." And it wasn't a hot take. Everyone that, knew it was going to happen. Oh, he's going to start one. But, but, you gotta, Wait, who cares? Mike Glenn has got to lose the job, Joy. Why? We talked about Why this. is it to lose a job? Because you decided to give him a bunch of money because you guys are stupid? It's a bad organization. Good quarterbacks on bad organizations. The Bears are not a bad organization. They are a marquee franchise in the NFL. Start Mitch Trubisky. I'm right. You're wrong. That's it. We're done there. That's All fair. right, number one loser this week, stupid Falcons. All right, also, also, R.I.P. Falcons. <laughs> wait a minute, okay, let me just, 
Who's in the graveyard? <laughs> the Giants are definitely in the graveyard. Uh, Packers. We threw the Packers in the graveyard. Yes. Yeah, they're for sure done. Sorry. And now the them. Falcons. Yeah, and now the Falcons are RIP. Uh, the Super Bowl hangover is a real thing. Okay, but you lost those stupid Dolphins. I mean, you make Jay Cutler look good. Yeah, it's, it's bad news bears, all right? I think yeah the I think the super, the MVP hangover is probably more real than the Super Bowl hangover because Matt Ryan looks like dog sh. Uh, no, he didn't. He really actually didn't. He he wasn't that bad. He threw an interception when they were driving to win the he game. He did throw a really bad interception. Um, and listen, I you said it, I said that. RIP Falcons. It was fun. It was a cute. It was a cute thing. You like major the Super Bowl, like really cute. Make running backs great again. Jay, your boy Jay. I it I die. Oh, that's that his name? It's Jay Ajayi. <laughs> it's Jay Ajayi. Oh, it's one of those things that you say it's the same way backwards as it is forward. <laughs> that's exactly what it is. Anyway, the Dolphins have uh, the Jets next week, so that's a huge, huge AFC East showdown between the Jets Are you being and sarcastic? No, I'm being serious. Josh McCowan is going to... I love how you say his name. Uh, Josh McCowan? Vengeance. McCowan. McCowan. Him. The uh, quarterback. No, they are they are going to have a vengeance game for the, for the mothership. Take, taking that Austin exactly. Sarian Jenkins touchdown away. Jets are back. All right, those are the, the loser power rankings this week. All right, what's your what is your gut data fact? What's your gut telling you this week, Brandon? Okay, you said I can't put my shirt up, so I just put my I don't, rest no, you on You my already belly. put your foot in my face. I feel like that's enough for today. That that it's is enough fair. body parts. That is fair. Also, like I said, doing no scale November, seeing how fat or skinny I get. Let's keep tabs. What week does that to mean? Week. Are you, you a scale just, person I, to begin with? Oh my gosh, so much of a scale person. Let's not get into that. Before <sighs> you get started, I've never been a scale person. What? I just, I don't, I just like feel how I feel, you know? Like if my pants fit, then I'm doing okay. That, but that, I, re- okay. I recently bought, That's fair. I recently bought a scale because I was like, if I try to get in shape, I feel like I should know when I get in shape how much I guess I should weigh. Yes. Uh, and now it just sits in my house and gets dusty, but. Well, yeah. When, in college football, you weigh yourself literally every day. Well, yeah. They, that's they mind, I just have never stopped. I was, I've had no money and bought a scale before. Yeah. I've, I've had a hamburger pretty much every for every meal this week so far. What? So, so you're living my dream life. So I'm not really like, the scale is not my friend right now. Uh, but my, that's why I'm wearing sweatpants. That's what you do. Mm-hmm. All right. So go ahead. Okay. Gut data facts. Whew. Okay. What is it? There were more huge underdog upsets in the NFL this week than in any week in the past two seasons. It was a weird week, Joy. Okay. A lot of people went down. The Falcons obviously lost to the Miami Dolphins. Mm-hmm. There's a long list. There's a long that's list. Your, of that's your whole. That's your. That was. Your that's on top of mind. We're trying to finish this thing. We're pushing through. Okay, so it was actually a decent gut data fact by you this week. Mm-hmm. I looked it up. In the last two years, only two teams have lost games in which they were favored by more than ten points, and both both of those games were this weekend. Yes, it was the Falcons. <laughs> They were 14-point favorites who, who lost, mm. lost to my stupid Dolphins. And then the Broncos, 13-and-a-half-point favorites, who lost to the Zombie Giants. There you go. Or should we call them the New York Zombies? Is that better? I like the New York Zombies. The New York Zombies is better. Let's, since it's Halloween time, we should give names to these people in the graveyard. Are you gonna are you, are you dressing up for Halloween? Are you a Halloween dress wrapper? Some uh, people are weird about yes, it. Yes. There's like I can't go to the Halloween store. There's nothing in my size. I end up looking like a fat version of whatever I'm dressed up <laughs> as. It's like the fat black whatever. What were you last year? Uh, oh, I was uh, Michael Strahan from Michael and Kelly, and I had. Oh little, yeah, little I did. I think I saw that on your Instagram. Yeah. Good follow, Newman Show ninety nine. Woo! Come on now. We learned a couple of good things about you today. What happened? Uh, that your feet need some moisturizer. Yes, and socks. And socks, <laughs> and uh, that my brother was one of your favorite players, which is so sweet. Oh uh, yeah, you know, I didn't let it affect work or anything, but. <laughs> 
pretty big deal. In All my right. Life. Well, good, good gut data fact by you. Good job by you today. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you to my cousin. Yes. Eddie. Shouts out. Slash 360 for our, our new intro, outro song. Make sure that you subscribe to Maybe I'm Crazy on Apple Podcasts mm-hmm. um, and that you that you share it with your friends because we yes. love you guys and we will talk to you next week. Maybe I'm crazy, maybe I'm crazy, maybe I'm not. Ooh, ooh. Maybe I'm crazy, maybe I'm crazy, maybe I'm not. Maybe I'm not. Maybe I'm wavy, maybe I'm wavy, maybe I'm not. Maybe I'm not. Maybe you right, maybe you right, maybe you not. Maybe I'm crazy, maybe I'm crazy, maybe I'm not. Joy Taylor, smooth operator. Dope and fair sheen with the Raiders. Brandon Newman finna kill the haters. Talking sports, commentators. Podcast, Joy Brandon Newman. Tune in, see what we doing. Throw it back, Cam Newton. Number one, fans rooting. No brainer, who she want to win? Miami Heat for the win. Reporting to you faster than Mayweather's glove. Hit McGregor's chin. Click the link, download, press play to begin. Maybe I'm crazy podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Maybe I'm crazy, maybe I'm crazy, maybe I'm not. Oh!